the FT. This is Muir Dickey for the Financial Times. Even in Tokyo, far from the epicentre, this was the most dramatic earthquake I have felt in 20 years, much of it spent in some of Asia's most active seismic zones. The Financial Times office on the 21st floor of a central Tokyo office block swayed and shuddered for what seemed an age. Some ceiling tiles fell and a section of pipe now hangs dangling over my desk. Within minutes, the nearby parks and streets were full of office workers evacuated from their buildings. Starbucks coffee shop staff handed out free coffee and there was an atmosphere of mingled fear and relief. Everywhere people were struggling to get a mobile phone signal to check on their loved ones. Queues formed outside public telephones and a Shinkansen bullet train ground to an unscheduled halt on a bridge near Tokyo Station. Crowds clustered around TV sets in suddenly silent railway stations and department stores and soon it was clear that people further north of the capital were having it much worse. Terrifying footage on state TV of a burning oil refinery. News helicopters witnessed tsunamis washing fields of debris, including whole houses and greenhouses far across inland fields. It was clear that this is going to be the worst disaster to have hit Japan in many years. This is Muir Dickey for the Financial Times in Tokyo. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.